Back on KTOE, it's Lisa K on your midday. Thanks for hanging out with me. It is 11.09 this morning on Talk of the Town, heading towards your lunch hour. And uh, by the way, I believe we are sold out on our Big Deals coupons today. We had the Big Deal uh, for the Wow Zone that was $20 for $10. But I do think that there are still some of the um, gift certificates at 50% off for Atomic Star, if you're interested in that on the Big Deal shopping tab. KTOE.com. If you're going there, you might as well save some money anyways as we head towards uh, our visit with Mike McLaughlin, the Blue Earth County uh, Veteran Service Officer. Mike, how are you doing today? <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, not, like too, I put not you too bad. Yeah. Right away I here. didn't know you were a coupon, not a coupon. Uh, person. Uh, it kind of depends on, yeah, coupon. Uh, I'm a coupon. Your coupon? Yeah. Yeah, tomato, tomato kind of thing. Aunt, aunt. aunt. Uh, My aunt. My aunt, too. Okay. Yeah, roof or roof. Controversial topics here. (laughs) I know, right? Oh, man. How have you been? Pretty good. Uh, Pretty good. Uh, Real busy uh, with the office and family and recreational life and everything else going on. Survived deer hunting season. and. uh, Oh, did you get anything? Yeah, yeah, we did pretty good. Uh, everybody that came out to the, the family land we have uh, was able to harvest a deer, and which the kids really like because they all get their uh, venison. Their sticks. venison, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I saw that you were able to rescue a goose. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. That was the weirdest. I'm going to have those folks in here, and it was a. I was out there with the folks from Aspen Acres. There's a animal rescue team. So that goose had been kind of roaming around in. Um, I did not expect to make the paper. I don't know if you saw the newspaper thing, but um, that's Rob Murray right there right. at work. He was with me um, that day. But, uh, yeah, the the illustrious goose. Yeah. In, uh, I should say elusive. Um, not elusive anymore. Godfrey, he's uh, being assessed at the wildlife sanctuary right now. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, we'll have to start calling you Maverick. You get a military call sign then. <laughs> Just <laughs> crawling through the ravine. Yeah. You were able to rescue Goose, though. So. Uh, that was rescue. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't eject. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Man, um, we're talking a little bit about some of the the stuff that you've got going on. Where do you want to start? You want to start with the with the elks and uh, yeah, and so what they're doing uh, coming up on the the Christmas season, the holiday season. There's a, a decent amount going on in the the Mankato area here. Uh, elks, uh, Mankato greater 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 Mankato area elks has the soups for troops coming up on January 27th. Uh, at the Loose Moose. So the funny story behind this, years and years ago, like we've got listeners from all over the world. You can listen on the app all over the place. And we had somebody from another country contact us, and they said their favorite thing to listen to every year was when we talked about the soups for troops at the Loose Moose Saloon. That's, and prob- that was- <laughs> that's probably all that Minnesota accent it stuff was, going on I there. think yeah. so. Yeah, so uh, that's coming up again. Yeah. yeah, so they, I mean, the Elks has, has been a big supporter of, of veteran causes and just, you know, community causes in the area and the, the big fundraiser for anything veteran-related and then the homeless veteran initiatives in town run through MACV is sponsored off of that uh, Soups for Troops uh, event, too. So usually the county veteran service officers, too, between Brown County, uh, Faribault County, Blue Earth, and Nicollet, we all get together and have a soup, and then there's whole bunch of other content, uh, contestants on that too, uh, other groups, private individuals, and, and restaurants around town. So it really is a good community event. 
it's been something nice to get out. Eventually, we're going to have snow here, and it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's, somebody said it's not if it snows, it's when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like some rain coming in tonight and tomorrow. So it'll be a nice thing, too, on a Saturday in, in uh, January to kind of break up the monotony, hopefully, of uh, snow and winter. At that I point. love that we do this, like the Chili Fest thing happened, and now we've got soup, so we're certainly not getting any thinner. Yeah, um, I mean, th- those things, people seem to like eating, and they like to li- seem to like veterans, so as long as we keep... Uh, popular on both fronts we'll do Keep all right them together yeah. i don't know if anybody if you have a, a as they're saying um if you have a soup to register you should have done that by now no it's or still it's it, still, open. It still open yeah okay. so they're they're just pushing it out there uh, I, I think the link is on what i gave you over there i don't actually yeah i'll it. post a link sure. um for the elks lodge uh they say january 27th at the loose moose and oh open registration begins on december 11th so that just started yeah monday Yep. Yeah. So there we go. So you yeah. need four gallons of soup. What would you bring? Uh, so I don't cook. I serve. I can do. Things <laughs> You're not going like, to cook. I can do things on the grill or the oven, but you get into like the crockery and the the pots. I, I mess that up quite a bit. I either put too much flour, not a flour, or all garlic. Or... I won the soup contest here. I should enter this. Here you did. Here I did. Yeah, yeah with a soup that wasn't mine. Yeah, I don't know. Heidi down at the VFW, I think's been crushing it the last couple of years. Yeah, what does she make? Everything she did. Uh, Cheesy sour uh, hammer hamburger sauerkraut last year, and yeah, the like sauerkraut a, soup rocks. Yes, that that was uh, Heidi, uh, uh-huh. the manager at the VFW Mankato, and then she did a creamy chicken tortilla uh, the one year, and one she's literally won like she's five the years one to beat own. then, huh? Yeah, so she's like the New England Patriots of troops for troops. She's just crushing it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, if you can join them in January, uh, make sure to do so. It looks like um, yeah, oh, there's an uh, there's an email. Uh, elkster225 at gmail.com and uh, but just go look up the Mankato Elks Lodge number 225 yeah and then also we got the uh, Toys for Tots that's kicking off tomorrow oh okay didn't bring a flyer in for that but I can speak to it yeah tell me about it so that's uh, again uh, a Blue Earth County uh, Nicola County Uh, used to be at the National Guard Armory here uh, near the Ford dealership in Upper North Upper Mankato now it's at the pond uh, the old Shopco building oh okay with Crooked Point and all that right in that facility that's a great new facility. Yeah. Like, I mean, every, it seems like everything's being held there now. Yep. They're booked yep. out. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's good because it was a, you know, the Shopco building was just sitting there empty and yeah. now it's being used by the community and it's uh, drawing people in for recreation and food and festivity and everything else. So. so Toys for Tots, I know a lot of people really enjoy donating toys. Yeah. You see those bins all over town and gyms, workplaces, banks and everything else too. So they did the collection earlier this week and they're setting up today. Yesterday and today, they're setting up the the toy distribution, which is tomorrow, uh, Saturday the 16th, okay. uh, from 8 to 12 uh, at that location, uh, right in the center of Mankato. So. Perfect. Right. Well, thank them for setting that up. Yeah. Well, uh, so in the line of holiday stuff going on to uh, the final kind of third one that I wanted to mention, uh, we have a, another nonprofit up based out of St. Peter uh, called Helping MN Heroes, uh, Helping Minnesota Heroes. Uh, it's for first responders, so law enforcement, firefighters, and then veterans. Um, every year they reach out to the county vets' offices uh, and ask for uh, names for vets that might need a holiday meal, uh, and they're going to be delivering holiday meals next week, uh, and they're going to be providing up to 65 uh, meals this year, too, for, for veterans in need in the area, which is, is pretty cool, so I kind of wanted to highlight that. Uh, then also, since it is a local uh, nonprofit, they, they cover the first responder, like I said, firefighter, EMS, and uh, police, law enforcement. 
they also have a, an assistance fund too for law enforcement for uh, somebody that's injured in a, a line of duty mm, and for okay. up to a thousand dollars for financial assistance or need well, while that officer that firefighter that ems uh, technician is uh, convalescent and trying to get back to work too so that's another local charity that's again based out of saint peter but serves the blue earth brown county sibley nicola county um and the sewer county right. uh, uh, neighborhoods our counties so really good charity locally too and they do a lot of good stuff around the holidays so if anyone's looking to support you know we got elks toys for tots mn heroes we got a lot of good stuff going on is there a central location that you have some information at or are these, are these just the different things people contact you with that, that yeah it's kind yeah. of in my brain uh, yeah? right now you know because every, everyone has their individual websites and their own social media and stuff too so uh, I don't. I don't carry an old-fashioned roll of or anything. <laughs> but I try to uh, not forget my my middle name and retain some of this other information. It's so. all upstairs. Do you get busier this time of year with your jobs? Uh, is is it? Yeah. So we get busy because there's a lot of that communal giving that's out there, and uh, the county vet- veteran service office is just kind of a point of contact that people reach out to to try to meet the need that's out there or identify the individuals with need, uh, and then also towards the end of the year. You get a lot of people that, you know, for better words, procrastinated on things they didn't get going earlier in the year, and they're trying to get it done at the end of the year. So this will be the busiest year uh, since I've been on uh, at the county vet's office uh, for the last about eight years for oh, wow. us for benefit application-wise. So No rest, huh? Yeah, well, that's, you, that's good. Yeah, that is good, helping people out. Are you staying in town for the holidays? Or? Yes, I get uh, <laughs> I get pretty, pretty lucky on that. I, I lucked out on Thanksgiving where my sister uh, decided to cook everything, so we just pretty much got to show up with our kids in four weeks. How nice. Yeah, yep, ride around, make a mess, eat and take off, and then... For Christmas, my, my parents are hosting my sister and our family here in Mankato. So, again, I got three kids, 14, 7, and uh, 4. So we just get to show up, make a mess, eat, and go open for and, and then you're done, right? Yeah. Um, man, I uh, have Thanksgiving was kind of the same for us. We had um, uh, my two older sons are out of the house right now. So they were uh, – with the girlfriends, I figured I'm not going to eat nine meals. I'm not going to wait. You know, nobody wants to do that. I said, go to the girlfriend's house. Go do that. We'll do something later on. So it was super relaxed. And for Christmas, same thing. My mom decided I'm going to go to Boston. So she flew out to Boston this morning. Huh. And so it's just immediate family at home, quiet. It's going to be strange. What's the tie to Boston? My brother's out there. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's the uh, one of the TSA guys at Logan. So okay. He's, uh, he sees all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah. I, I get all sorts of weird photos of things that try to come through TSA. And I was going to say, there's got to be some family tie out there because people aren't <laughs> just like, you know what? I'm people, just going to go to Boston. People in Boston or New York City are so nice. Yeah, my brother, up. his wife, and my, my nephew are out there. So and since she lives here and my sister and I are in Minnesota, she sees us a lot more often. So yeah. we put her on a plane and shipped her out this morning. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully she's uh, ride sharing out there or taking cabs because they... I mean, we get knocked on for hanging in the left lane, driving everywhere, and, and holding it down. But there are oh, some pretty sh- aggressive drivers. I'm sure he'll Boston. drive her around. I'm hoping so, at yeah. least. Yeah. Stick around. We're going to talk a little bit about feeding the sharks, which is a conversation that I'm interested in having and trying to figure out how we're going to shoehorn that in here this hour. Because uh, I didn't even know what it meant, but it's a thing, and it's affecting some of the veterans in our listening area. So we'll talk about that. Our Blue Earth County Veterans Services Officer Mike McLaughlin in on Talk of the Town. It's KTOE. 
And back on Talk of the Town today with Mike McLaughlin, the Blue Earth County Veterans Services Officer. Mike, last time that I had you in, we talked uh, a little bit about the green lights for Cade Wolf that people put on their house, um, and they were up for a week. Mine, mine are still up, yeah. um, but I know many people took part in that and came out and, and grabbed the green lights. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Uh, so for the listeners, the background, uh, the Mankato area uh, lost uh, a Mankato native. Uh, they had a Blackhawk helicopter go down overseas, and uh, the five crew members were lost. Uh, Cade Wolf, Sergeant Wolf, was a Mankato East graduate from the area, and family still around the area. So the local service clubs put out, you know, kind of the memo and the call for the public and private businesses to display green lights on their building, exterior lighting for a week, uh, and show solidarity and support and appreciation of that sacrifice and loss of life. So that happened. Uh, a lot of people still have their lights up. I still mm-hmm. have mine on there too, because um, it is unfortunate. Sergeant uh, Wolf has has not been uh, recovered yet and brought back home. Mm. Um, so. It's not faux pas if you still keep the, the green lights up on your house or mm-hmm. your business um, until that day happens. Um, it was just set for that week period because that was, you know, logistically for a lot of the businesses and, and city government. So if you drove around town during that time, the courthouse in Blue Earth County was uh, lit green. Uh, the, the government center for the city of Mankato, mm-hmm. civic center. Uh, I, I saw ba- the family's yard yeah. when they came home. That yeah. was just the Ide Bailey building, uh, Alltech building, uh, the other side of the Profanium building was right. uh, MSU's tower was green, Bethany's athletic. So it was really cool to see that outpouring of support. You know, as kind of those wars, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan have, have wound down. There's still a lot of men and women out there going downrange that are overseas that are still doing our nation's bidding, all volunteer, all capacity. Mm-hmm. They're there uh, because they want to and they want to serve our country and whatever that mission is. And it was pretty... It was pretty cool for me uh, as a service member, a Mankato kid, the county vet service officer, and I'm on the city council, too, right. for, for Mankato to see that just outpouring of support. And I know the family appreciated it, too. So, Right. There's one thing that this community does. It's stick together when we need to and um, come together in hard times. Absolutely. So. It's pretty impressive. Uh, you mentioned volunteerism. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the opportunity to volunteer. This is a time of year where a lot of us start thinking about, you know, our resolution to give back and the opportunity to help other people. Um, and if you, uh, if the veterans speak to your heart in any way, there's opportunity to volunteer your time. Yeah. So specifically within the counties, uh, Nicollet and Blue Earth County Vet Service Offices run a transportation program that uh, run veterans from the Mankato, North Mankato, St. Peter area up to the Minneapolis VA, which is the big specialty VA clinic. It's think of like Mayo Clinic Rochester. Mm-hmm. We have a, a VA clinic in Mankato, but that would be more like East Ridge or North Ridge on okay. that side of it. So when they need a lot of that specialty care, that specific care, you know, they have to go up to Minneapolis in a lot of a lot of instances. So we've ran a transportation program since the early 2000s that, to get vets up there and back. So don't have to worry about driving, especially depending on their medical condition or age. And we run that off volunteer drivers that, that do that. You get a VA certified volunteer driver, and right now, between Nicollet and Blue Earth County, we're pretty short on them. So oh. if, if anybody's uh, looking to, to volunteer, uh, the counties uh, do provide uh, a stipend to, to kind of reimburse you for your, your time. Uh, but you are a, a volunteer on that side of it. So and we, we don't run weekends. It's just Monday through Friday, and we rotate between the two counties. So if anybody's interested, they get a hold of our offices. 
Right. How do we get a hold of you and, and the offices in case we're interested? Yeah. So our main line for Blue Earth County, you would just call us 507-304-4246. And then Nicollet County is 507-934-7870. Okay. And if you uh, want to volunteer, are there any anything? You're driving your own vehicle? Are you? So the county provides the van for Nicollet and Blue Earth County. Okay. And we each have our own uh, vans that... Um, you drive that up every day. It's not your own fuel cost, and it's all county-provided fuel and, and resources on it, essentially. You're just so are you, are you uh, transporting multiple people at one time, or is it? Yep, yep. Okay. It's mul- multiple individuals. It's not like an AMV transportation okay. where it's, you know, uh, medical transportation. Right, they so are you helping people inside? A lot of people it, want to know what that looks like. Yeah, they... so it's it's transportation to medical services. It's not medical transportation. Is okay. I, I kind of put it. So a lot of people, when they... I think medical transportation, that's, you know, helping people with the lift chairs and everything and the, the lift rigs. It's their passenger vans. You know, they're all of our all of our riders are ambulatory, able to, to walk and, and get in. We're just getting them up to their specialty care uh, in the cities and, and back. Perfect. That sounds like a great volunteer opportunity for people that are listening. And if you're interested, we'll make sure to list um, a phone number, website that you can go to after I get off the air here on KTOE.com. Mike McLaughlin, the Blue Earth County Veterans Services Officer. Give us a quick, like, 45-second Don't Feed the Sharks tempt for people to come back and join us on our next segment here. So a veteran should never have to pay anybody to get access to their VA benefits. All right. Don't Feed the Sharks. That's coming up in just a bit. Blue Earth uh, County Veteran Service Officer Mike McLaughlin in studio with me. A uh, little plug earlier, we talked about don't feed the sharks, uh, Mike. So let's talk about what that means because you said this and then we started talking about it a little bit. Um, and I, I go to my ethical hacker guys that I, I'm like, is this one of those scams, those phishing scams? Is yeah, so, kind of- so the way uh, things are structured with the Department of Veteran Affairs and the United States government, um, going back essentially to World War I, um, they set up a system in place where the veteran service organizations that you would think of, like the American Legion, the VFW, the Disabled American Veterans, along with the county and state vets' offices, had a, a system where we could be uh, pro bono representation for vets to get access to their, their benefits from their service. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason that was in place is because post World War One, people were, you know, charging up to seventy-five percent of the benefit for veterans to get access to it because they couldn't understand the system, they didn't know the filing for it, right? So they were kind of getting taken advantage of. So we have about a hundred-year-old system in the United States of uh, veterans getting free assistance to get access to their benefits from their service to their country, which is the way it should work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with the rise of the internet and the rise of social media. Uh, and the, the rise of it sounds like scammers yeah, trying to make some money. Yeah, uh, there's been what we call uh, unaccredited uh, representatives uh, on social media uh, and other other ways to billing their services uh, for veterans. For um, you know, there's cases of veterans paying five thousand, fifteen thousand, ten thousand dollars just to get access to a, a benefit that they earned through the service. But to they the earned a hundred percent is yep, theirs, yep. right? Um, and I mean, these actors—they're not accredited with the federal government or the VA. Uh, they're not disclosing that there's free services out there for them, uh, and they're kind of doing it under the guise of, "Hey, we're doing you a solid because the VA is so bad," um, as opposed to you know really taking advantage of uh, somebody that doesn't know what's available for them. So, uh, unfortunately, somewhere in the early 2000s. Uh, even though this is illegal federally, Congress uh, removed the financial and criminal penalties uh, for this. From that? Yeah. Really? So it's still 
against the law, but you don't have a penalty for doing it. They just um, look the other way. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like that parent that just keeps telling the kid, hey, you better stop. You better stop. But I'm they don't make them stop. St- yep. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, the veterans are the ones that are physically like paying for this. And so uh, how would the veterans be contacted? What, what should people be looking for? Um, is, it, is it strictly email or, I mean, how do they, yeah, so, or do you have to reach out and you just reach out to the wrong person? Really the biggest thing is social media right now okay. uh, with all the algorithms and being able to have paid boosted advertising. These, these, it's like fishing. Yes, yeah, 100%. I mean, these You got to meet my hacker guys. Yes, yeah. uh, I should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These companies have made tens of millions uh, of dollars uh, off of this. And so now, I mean, that emboldens them and gives them more ability to advertise more on those platforms uh, and actually uh, lobby. There's a couple uh, bills in uh, Congress right now in the federal government that would uh, make uh, charging veterans to get access to their injury and disability claims legal uh, going Hmm. forward. And if the concern is if that happens, I mean, it's just going to go full blown for profit yeah. side of it. And, and veterans, you've already paid veterans, yeah. veterans injuries and their disabilities from their yeah. service is just a commodity. then at that point, oh. and what are we saying as a country, if we say somebody's post-traumatic stress is just helping somebody make their boat payment or somebody's personal assault is helping somebody pay, uh, you know, for their, their corporate fundraiser or their corporate, you know, outing event or, or somebody's, you know, memories of their, the men and women they served with, you know, that, that still haunt them to this day is, is helping somebody buy their uh, Mercedes. And that's right. uh, cor- corporatizing, if that's even a word. It's okay because I'm a Marine, so words aren't a strong suit. <laughs> but I'm going to go with it. If that's, if that's the route we go with our men and women that step forward, serve their country, came back home uh, and need assistance getting access to their benefits, if, if our solution to them is, hey, you can pay for it yourself and depending on how you get access is how much you're willing to pay for it. If we send that message to the future generations and mm-hmm. the current veterans, I think we've kind of lost our moral compass. And so that's that's the big issue around this whole thing is trying to, to let Congress know that if the system's too confusing, if there's not a free representation out there, the answer shouldn't be that vet needs to pay for it. Congress should fix that. Right not the veteran. Is there anything that we can do as citizens on that? I mean, can we write somebody? Can yeah, we call I mean, somebody? In the, the state of Minnesota, just like any other state, we have congressional representatives and senators. I'd, I'd let them know uh, that if veterans need additional assistance applying for uh, benefits that they should never have to pay for it themselves. And what can we say to uh, people that are listening, either veterans or families of, uh, that might encounter something like this? Um, how do you go about putting the education out there. I think all of my hacker friends say the best, the best and biggest thing is the education piece of it. Yeah, so um, I, I wear another hat. Uh, I'm the national uh, legislative director for the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers, so all counties. Wow, okay. So uh, we got together alongside uh, several other national veteran service organizations <clears throat> out in Washington, D.C. in November, and we did a kind of a joint presser in, in Washington, D.C., uh, speaking to this issue and putting it out out, out there on, on why it's uh, morally abhorrent. Um, and so on the national level, it's, it's getting uh, pushed out there. On the local level, if you're doing an initial uh, claim or you're doing an initial application for benefit and somebody's charging you uh, for it, that's a red flag. Um, that's uh, a shark. Yep. Nope, not, <clears throat> not, not a, don't get me wrong, not an appeal level. If you're uh, trying to appeal your claim and going back, there's legal pathways uh, where you can seek representation for it. But whether it's at the appeal or the initial, 
whoever you're dealing with, uh, if you ask them what their VA accreditation number is and they can't produce one, then it's a shark. Okay. So who is not a claim shark? Let's leave people with that. Uh, so VA accredited attorneys, uh, VA accredited claim agents, uh, any of the veteran service organizations, or your county or state veteran service officers. And is there more information about this online anywhere? Uh, so the national VFW, the one the handout I put out to you, if you guys can maybe put mm-hmm. that out, it's got the QR code yeah, on it. Yeah, don'tfeedthesharks.org, is yeah. that what it is? Yep, okay. uh, they, they've kind of taken lead as a national organization for a lot of the publishing uh, print material type stuff to, to get it out there and make people aware. Uh, and then those joint you know, uh, statements and those joint efforts and testimony coming up too is, is kind of the, the key to hopefully push that back. All right. Well, thank you so much for that information. Hopefully that helps to keep people safe. Just a key is education right there to take care of our veterans and uh, don't feed the sharks. Yeah. Thank you. And even if you're not in Blue Earth uh, or Nicollet County, and I know these airways cover beyond that, if Mm -hmm. if you have any questions on uh, who you're dealing with, if they're accredited or not, I mean, you can always call our office. We have no problem uh, checking. There's a national database, so you can always get a hold of us. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, as we head towards the holidays, I won't see you until next year. Yeah, next right? year. Right before for... Soups for Troops. Yes. Yeah. You ready for my Christmas trivia? Well, sure. A couple of it. questions for you. We'll see how good you are. Uh, you serious, with... Clark? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in trouble, aren't I? Um, what? Okay, 1981, right? Okay. 1981, Bob and Doug McKenzie released their own version of a classic Christmas song. Do you know what that was? No, I don't. The 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, yeah. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Uh, what, uh, in the song Frosty the Snowman, what made Frosty come to life? You're going to have to sing the song in your head, aren't you? Oh, Corncob pipe and a button nose? I don't know. And his old silk hat. His old silk hat. I'm, oh, I'm looking at the yeah. answers here. I'm totally cheat- yeah. cheating, right? Uh, in a Christmas story... What happens to Ralphie's friend as a result of the triple dog dare from another classmate? Oh, gets his tongue stuck to the pole. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, the best. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, well, we're a little too warm for that. So if you're putting your tongue on the light pole, I can't help you there. Yeah. So good to see you. Thanks for coming in again. Yeah. Have a happy holiday and uh, stay safe, you and your family. We'll see you next month. Sounds good. Mike McLaughlin, the Blue Earth County Veterans Services Officer here on KTOE.